702. Food feature. So I've just been eating the most delicious food and um, often I'll just be able to have the chance to have a couple of mouthfuls, but I've cleared the whole plate. It's a little embarrassing. Forgive me. I was, I was doing research. Okay. I'm with uh, one of the top plant-based chefs in the world, Chef Makhali Itswing. Very warm welcome to you. Thank you for having me, Jane. That Thank was you. absolutely delicious. Oh, I'm so happy you loved it. <laughs> You're an easy sell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Actually, so. But, but uh, what I loved about that, so you, okay, talk us through what you put on the plate and, okay. and the colors and, yes. and what it means. Yes. So the plate that you had is what we're serving at my pop-up in Dubai um, at Locha Green Kitchen. And it's a climate smart plate. So climate smart in that it the whole plate is um has it's conscious around what is on the plate. So for instance we have sorghum on the plate which is the main the main grain on the plate and sorghum as you know is our indigenous uh grain that grows here um that is indigenous from here. And uh it's climate smart in that it's drought resistant it doesn't need extra water and like maize um it's great for the planet in that because it's climate smart um mm. it's drought resistant it's it's great for us it's great for our, our you know you ate it and you felt good yes you know it's got that good uh, feel mm. good factor and it's it's all the nutrients that it brings into your life it's amazing it's such an an important grain also culturally for us south africans um so sorghum is the main grain there and then we have around the the, the plate now the plate we call it the seven colors millet plate um seven colors in that it's all you know seven colors is our thing in south africa it's our 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 if you say i ate the most delicious food you you're like yo i ate a seven colors plate you know and it's a sunday plate you know everybody knows the seven colors and it's our way of of eating the rainbow you know yeah, it's um, not the mediterranean with the tomatoes and no, the cucumber it's our way <laughs> it's got chakalaka in there <laughs> you know it's got morojo in there morojo that we've used is the pumpkin morojo because you've got pumpkin also there so you've got mm. pumpkin and the morojo because pumpkin when it grows it grows with its morojo it's just people don't know because we get it in the stores already chopped up we don't know that it comes with a leaf and that was strong that flavor was very rich, yes yes so we used we did the pumpkin leaf with um with pumpkin flowers in there so no waste goes um um you know and the same thing with the pumpkin we grilled it just kept everything with its flavors you don't want to mask any flavors so mm. the pumpkin leaf and the pumpkin together it's a no waste plate and then we also served you with the beans which is normally you would have them as chakalaka we have them um as spiced beans you have you can have those beans also on toast i actually serve those they're very <laughs> delicious <laughs> i serve those at mug and bean as one of the plates that i've developed for them so the the beans are great in that they add nitrogen to the soil so they're good for the planet but they're also good for us they're packed with plant protein so as a plant-based person you want that protein and the beans bring the protein mm. and there's just something about beans that just hug you you yeah. know so the beans in there and then we had the beetroot which um for me it's it shows how you can have a no waste anything so with the beetroot we use the leaves the leaves also went into that morojo the beetroot leaves and the beetroot ah. and the beetroot we made a chutney that you can pickle that shows you that you can actually save your food um it shows what you can do you know mm. 
um, to have less food waste on your plate. Um, and then we had the mushrooms, uh, which we smoked with in Beppo, and then we just grilled them with a little bit of paprika oil and some garlic. It was oh. so... Oh, they were so delicious. And then, don't forget the green goddess. <laughs> yes, and then the green goddess sauce that brings everything together. And with the green goddess sauce, you can really make it it's so quick and simple. You just use whatever herbs you have. And at, at the moment, I had a lot of basil at home. So it's basil, garlic, um, lemon juice, um, a little bit of honey, and just... Yeah, lots of flavor, garlic. And what was wonderful about eating that, and I was saying this to you just before we went live, is how I don't feel full or yes, heavy. Exactly. And you would think when you hear something like sorghum yeah. that it would make you heavy, like a pizza. Exactly. But it doesn't. <laughs> no, sorghum is gluten-free, so mm. already it takes care of that because sometimes you feel heavy and bloated because of the gluten mm. in the food. You know, if um, you know, a lot of the food now is so processed that so processed. yeah, it has too much too much of everything, so too much gluten. And that's such a problem for us, processed foods, yes. because it's easy, quick, accessible. Yes, yes, mm. yes exactly. You know, and, and we've got to think about it. We right? have to which think is, about, which is why I was saying that it's important our plate is so important. What we eat and every, every day, the things that you choose to eat mm. actually impact the planet, not just you and, you know, your family in the long run, but mm. it also impact the planet. So the best way to actually do something around pl- climate change as an individual is to change your plate or eat less of this and eat more of this. I mean, you had mostly, there was no meat on that plate, but you mm. still felt full Gosh, and delicious and it was just and delicious. And we rely on meat, don't we? As, yes, you know, you, as the deliciousness to bring the plate together. Point, isn't yes, it? exactly, exactly. I mean, the, 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 I've, I've done vegetarian for a bit and I've never tried vegan yes. and I was a bit put off when a friend of mine who... Long story where we met. But anyway, uh, her and her husband came over from the States yes. and we were pulling mussels off the rocks. We were allowed yes. to because people live there. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> we had our quota. Um, and and we were eating them and she yes. wouldn't eat them because she's vegan. And I was like, oh, ah. okay, I mean, what, what a waste. So yeah. how do you get that sort of excitement in vegan food? How do you replace Flavor. that? Or are we just used to that kind of hit? You know, you ate that plate without knowing whether it's vegan or vegetarian. Or you, mm. It was just delicious, right? Mm. It's only afterwards that I said, and you said, is this all vegan? I was like, yeah, all mm. of it is vegan. There's no egg. There's no dairy. There's nothing. So I think we put ourselves in boxes too much. I think for me as a chef, I always go for flavor with anything that I cook. Mm. So, and that's how we should approach vegetables also is flavor. If, yes. if you can smoke meat, you can smoke a vegetable. Mm. If you can saute, you can, if you can roast meat, you can roast. So anything that you can do, um, with meat, you can do with, with, with a vegetable. So that's the whole approach. My whole approach is flavor. Let's bring the Including flavor. Including yes. dessert. Okay, t- <laughs> tell me what I'm eating here. So now. the dessert is again, you know, sorghum is our, our, is our, mm. Um, wow. It's delicious, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorghum mm. is our grain, and mm. we are so stuck on having sorghum as just porridge yeah. or ding or or alcohol. So there's nothing in between. Like we haven't we haven't expanded our minds enough to know that actually we could just set it off. Like literally, we could mm. create all these things with sorghum. So that dessert that you're having is mm. sorghum. The base is sorghum, which we've cooked in coconut milk um, and uh, cardamom 
And I also use date syrup, which I came with from, from Dubai, which I absolutely mm. love. It's one of the things that I just fell in love with in Dubai. Um, and some chocolate powder. And we just cook it down and um, like you would a porridge. Mm. So we literally, what you're having there is porridge, chocolate porridge. It's so good. <laughs> and it's sweet, but not too sweet. Not and it too feels sweet. quite earthy. Exactly. And, but mm, delicious and very smooth. Good. And then we, cre- we, we topped it with some cream, some um, custard. It's vegan custard um, with coconut milk. Mm. And then we also topped it with um, some fresh berries, which are quite acidic. And they break that creamy mm. sweetness that um, the rest of the dessert is. So it's basically just fruit and, <laughs> and sorghum. We're going to be talking about this more, but let's just take a, a little listen to this. No, we're not. We're going to keep talking about yes. food, which is even better. <laughs> okay, so people are concerned about plant-based because I know if you buy it, yeah. it's very expensive. Yeah. Is the key here to do it yourself? You have to do it yourself. Mm. You have to cook at home. I mean, it's nothing out of this world. Those are all vegetables that I got from my garden. Mm. I mean, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not rocket science. It only becomes rocket science when you think, oh, my God, I need to have quinoa and I need to have... All these fancy, um, fancy things that people are, you know, pushing out there as vegan mm. and vegetarian. But vegan vegetarian means you're eating vegetables. Mm. That's what it means. And if you can, if you can fry um, an onion, or if you can, if you can cook cabbage, you can make anything that's vegan and vegetarian. Mm. It's just veggies, you know. It's not rocket science. And so, other than buying your it. book, which you very kindly <laughs> given to me, yes. Veggie Licious. Uh, how do people start? I mean, is, is this the way to go? Get a yes, book. Get the start book. from the beginning. Yes. Educate yourself. Yes. Try and it. look at how I got there was I actually looked at the food that I grew up eating that didn't have meat. Mm. And I realized actually there's quite a lot of food that I grew up eating that didn't have meat. My grandmother used to make dombolo and veg and, and, and cabbage curry that was like out of this world. Mm. And I remember that and I started making and I was like, hmm, this is what vegan is. Mm. It's not something out there. So even your pap and morojo, that's vegan. Mm. That's a vegan meal right there. You know, um, sorghum and morojo. If you take your sorghum beans, dihobe, which we call dihobe, sorghum and beans, which is the original sampan beans mm. before we got maize uh, into our system, we had sorghum and beans. So that's the original dihobe. So if you if you eat that with maybe um, um, like a veg curry or whatever as as the main thing, mm. that's a vegan meal right there. Something that you know, you know this. It's something that you've eaten, something that we eat all the time at home. And um, tell us about the reception. So I, li- I used to live in Qatar, yes. and um, th- there was no, not really a big African diaspora. Yes. It was more from the Asian. Yes side the philippines and then there were yes. problems there and then suddenly lots of africans were allowed yes. in so has this opened up a whole new yes. front it has i mean um at dubai as it is is a very multicultural as you know it's very mm. multicultural and it's it's really they've basically said to themselves that they are going to be that place in the east in the middle east they're mm. going to be that place that accepts everyone that's very western but also has is multicultural i mm. mean there's africans there there's filipinos like you said mm. indians pakistanis it's just everyone from mm. the world is there and um it's awesome to be in a place like alcobilan mm. which is at dubai expo city um to have because there it's me and four other chefs mm. from one is from Ghana who's doing Ghanaian food and another person is doing Senegalese food and Cameroonian food and Kenyan food mm. so it's nice to have a space where you can go and experience Africa and it's all in all its multiculturalism mm. so I'm I'm in that space where um, Africa is 
fully represented with the artists. There's mm. art on the wall that's African, the music. There's real soft diplomacy as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. You hear those stories, but actually this is what we're this about. This is what Not, we're about, yeah, you know. Exactly. Okay, so Wendy says, um, can vegan help in weight loss? Well, I'm not about weight loss. I'm about health. Um, so if in, in the process you, you, you lose weight, I think it's great. But for me, it's not, I, I'm not, I, I'm not a dietitian. So I won't say veganism, you must use it. You must do go vegan to lose weight because some people go vegan and still eat a lot of carbs, you know, a lot of bread, a lot of rice, a lot of pastas and stuff. So I think you'd have to go look, you'd have to speak to your dietitian. Um, but, not eating but veggie meat. itself. Veggie is mean, exactly a light. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you've got this food going. You're working. You've got a collaboration with Mug and Bean. Yes. How How is that going? Oh, and, that has and, been, and what next for you? What? That has been such a revelation for me. It's been such a blessing working with Mug and Bean because I've learned so much. I mean, I thought I knew <laughs> a lot of things around the food system until I worked with Mug and Bean because it's a different it's a different approach to food mm. and it's an approach of um you know there's like 250 franchisees and trying to get your food to all of them tasting the same way has been quite i mean it's been such uh you know i've learned so much from mm. the chefs that i work with um who uh, at mug and bean so for me it's been like the perfect collaboration mm. they learned a lot from me i learned from them and and we creating something incredible we've and got that's a good collaboration yes. when everybody's learning when and everybody's, everybody's learning pushed. exactly and mm. now we've created such delicious food and um, plant foods that are available at mug and bean that are delicious again talking about earth friendliness talking about um our food we have sorghum for the first time in south african restaurant menus we've got sorghum at mug and bean different types of sorghum we've got a salad we've got a bowl similar to the one that you've just eaten we've got something like that also at mug and beans Let's uh, bring Colin in from Pretoria. Colin wants to ask you a question. Hi, Colin. Afternoon, ladies. You well? Hi, yes. how are you? <laughs> Good. Quick question, Chef. I understand you just said now that everything you can do to meat, you can do to vegetables, which is understandable. But why is there a big, strong leaning, not necessarily from your side, but from the other vegetarians, to make vegetarian meals look, smell, taste, whatever, like meat? Okay, so everybody asked me that question, and basically, you know, a lot of people. I'll listen on the radio. Thank yes. you. Okay, a lot of people go go vegan, vegetarian for different reasons, health reasons, earth reasons, um, animal. You know, people who are animal lovers and all that. They go vegan for all sorts of reasons, but bottom line is. They always crave meat. The meat craving is always there. Just because people are not eating meat doesn't mean that they're not craving it. They are mm. craving it, especially if you grew up eating meat. And uh, meat is in your blood. The smell of a bri will drive you crazy as a vegan. <laughs> so the, the, the replacement, the meat replacement mm. is people saying, okay, I'm, I'm craving this meat, but I can't eat it. So I'll eat something that smells and tastes a bit like it, but it's not meat. Mm. So that's where the rationale is around that. I don't try and make my food taste like meat. I just want my vegetables to taste like they do, you mm. know. And if I'm going to smoke them, if I'm going to, because obviously with meat, also, people add flavor to the meat. It's the same, it's the same concept. Mm. Add flavor to your vegetables. If you need to smoke your meat, smoke your vegetables. If you need to salt your meat, salt your vegetables. You'll get the same kind of um, reaction on the food or you can get the same kind of, um, what is it, flavoring mm. um, in the food that you would with meat. So for me, the whole thing around what you can do to meat, you can do to vegetables is just to expand your, 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 your you know, your way of doing vegetables. 
don't hold yourself back, you know, with vegetables. So for me, people eat meat, eat those meat-like uh, vegan, vegetarian uh, products because they're craving meat mm. and they're trying to not eat the meat. <laughs> but something like you, I mean, you do very well, but... <clears throat> It's important for us to do it ourselves because a lot, lot of these plant-based products now are not doing very well. They're, yeah. they're outpriced and yes. it's, it, they're quite hard to get hold of. So the key really is to do it yourself. If I had to start, what is it? Just do I, what, what veggies should I plant and where to from there? So I, I like to look at what's, for instance, now we're going, we're planting for winter. Mm. So the winter crops is like vegetable, um, cabbages, your broccolis, your cauliflower. And mm. as you know, cauliflower is like meat. In the vegan world, <laughs> you can do all sorts of things with the it, cauliflower. It is amazing. Yes, you can From even have a pizza. pizza. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So try getting into those because those are uh, that we're going into their season now. You know. Mm. Um. So I like and things like um onions, your basic stuff that you use all the time. Onions, garlic, um ginger. Ginger also only grows in the summer. It only mm. it thrives in the summer. So I think maybe we might be a bit too late to, to plant ginger, but garlic you can start now. So all those heavy um vegetables that are actually the ones that hold your plate. So a cabbage mm. for instance, if you grill you can smoke and grill your cabbage and make like a nice delicious sauce to go with it. That is like five star food, delicious, but it's a it's a it's a simple cabbage. It's mm. nothing, you know what I'm saying? So you want to build you want to grow things that will hold your plate together. So things like sweet potatoes you can grow at home, easy to grow. Mm. Potatoes are also quite easy to grow. And you know, potatoes as a as a vegan vegetarian person, that becomes like your main thing. It's, it's your like buddy. Yeah, it's your yeah. buddy. <laughs> exactly. You know? So try and plant all those and mm. if you look now, a lot of the food if uh, food has gone up. Food has gone up mm. all everywhere, you know, vegetables as, especially. Not so long ago, a bag of potatoes was costing you 40, 50 rands. Now you're looking at 120, 100, mm. 130 rand for a seven kilogram um, a so bag of potatoes. So and save money too. Yes, mm. exactly, you know. Um, and, and is there enough variety out there? I mean, how do you keep this, the, the creativity and the excitement around this food? So I'm not, so if my, my message is not go vegan, is Eat more plants. Mm. Eat more plants. So even if you have your chicken, just make sure your, pla your, bla your plate is full of plants and mm. grains and herbs. So eat more plants. You can have your chicken because not everyone is going to go vegan. Not no. everyone is going to. And I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying mm. eat more plants and 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 see how that how your body feels mm. about that. You know, it's about eating more plants. And how and does your body feel? Amazing. <laughs> lots of energy. You mm. get lots of energy from plants. You get lot. You get life, mm. because uh, plants Roughage, exactly fiber. Mm. Plants give you life. Really, they do. Mm. You know. Um, and if you want to eat your fish or meat, you can still eat your meat. But make sure that your pl your plate is full of roughage. It's full of fiber. It's full of, and you get that from plants. Mm. Yeah. How did you get so good at this? Because I love food so much. <laughs> but I also got very sick. I was a food editor for True Love magazine and Destiny magazine at the time. And I got really, really sick. You know, as a food editor, you get to eat everything and mm. anything under the sun. And I was just happily... And you were. I was, happy, yeah. I was eating everything <laughs> and everything, you know. And I started developing allergies and I had hypertension and... Yeah. I had to change my lifestyle and the only thing that really helped me um, get off antihistamines because I had allergies like mm. it was crazy um, was was going vegetarian and vegan and cutting down on on dairy I 
mm. don't eat dairy anymore now i have you know our bodies can't my body deal can't with deal with it mm. it can't so i had to learn to listen to my body because yeah. sometimes we li- we That's know so that important. if i eat this my body i'm gonna feel bloated but, but maybe you don't not care. today i'm gonna do You're it like, again yeah just in case <laughs> You're like ah it's okay <laughs> i don't care even if i'm bloated but at some point your body's like listen to me mm. you know and that's where i got i was just flaring up i had hives i was growing it was just hilarious it was just hectic all mm. of it you know so i had to make a choice that am i gonna live like this or or am i gonna change my my way and i had to change you know my lifestyle and i had to change i do crave meat mm. i do crave meat and when the craving does come i eat meat mm. i'm not the type but that's of also quite healthy isn't it otherwise that cook- slice of meat or that you know sliver of meat gets bigger and bigger, bigger yes and also it becomes i don't believe in that whole thing of staying away keeping taking yeah. chunks and chunks and chunks of, of, of food groups out of your, your diet, you mm. know? And if your body craves it, eat it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a question from Tafara. We cook and eat a lot of legumes and vegetables. Mm. However, worry about not getting enough protein and overusing meat-flavored, hold on, soup cubes. Can you please advise? Yeah. Um, legumes and uh, legumes are perfect. They're like, they're like beans, you know? Legumes mm. and beans are this, from the same family. So, like I said earlier if you're craving meat eat that meat you know have a little piece of it and move on you know it doesn't have to be either or mm. you know um unless if you you know you're, you're doing it for um maybe meat makes you sick or you know uh or, or you 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 are really um vegan because for the planet or for the animals and you're really not going to but for me i mean i went through i was a vegan full-on vegan for a while and um and i i suffered from anemia Mm. So my doctor was like, eat an egg, you mm. know, um, and then I started introducing eggs. I, then I didn't have to take iron tablets and I didn't have to. So it's just the balance. It's yeah, learning what, find out what, works, for what you. works for you because it's also about health. It's mm. not about uh, a trend. It's not about, you know, it's also about your health. Um, and you need to know what works mm. for you and what doesn't work. So. I mean, there's still so much I want to ask you, but we've run out of time. (laughs) If anyone wants to get hold of you, get hold of your food, find out more about your journey, other than your book, Veggielicious, which looks so beautiful. Thank you. um, What should they do? So you can um, get me online at uh, Locha Home Foods on Twitter and Chef Mokhari Itzweng on Instagram and Chef Mokhari Itzweng on Facebook. So, yeah, I'm available on all those uh, mediums. And my book is available at um, Exclusive Books, Take A Lot, um, Buggin Books, P&A, a whole lot uh, of all the, <laughs> all the major bookstores. You are there. Um, yes, I'm there. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for your time and thank you for lunch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And this has been awesome. Thank you.